reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are looking at Doom Patrol number 50. That's right. It's a big anniversary issue from December 1991. Well, cover dated December 1991. That's right. Just in time for Christmas. That's right. That is right. Uh huh. An anniversary issue. It's a little bigger. There's a ton of dudes in this one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant Morrison, Richard Case, and then all the guest stars Jamie Hewlett, Ryan Hughes, Simon Bisley, Brian Boland, Duncan Fregretto, Paul Grist, Shaky Kane, Steve Yowl. Yowl. Wow. All sorts of folks contributed. Which is kind of cool. And we've got a... Cool and crazy. Yeah, yeah, we got the white cover. <laughs> the white cover of Doom Patrol. That's right. Like the white album, but different. <laughs> but different, that's right. More Doom, less Beatles. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Did they get a new uh, logo? Maybe? Uh, yes. I think this is the first issue with that new sort of jumbled up, crunched up logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it yeah. might be. Alrighty, so in this issue, our cover, the cover, uh, it's kind of reversed. So normally, Bisley's got uh, all the art on the big, big part of the the cover, and then the the little strip that goes down the page is is uh, less less arty. But he's reversed it this time, and all the uh, all the art is happening in the little strip that that accompanies the logo. So we've got. Cliff and it almost looks like it used to be a full picture, but then they yeah. just get impressed like the <laughs> trash compactor at the Death Star. Yeah, they're all squished in there. Yes, the Doom Patrol is not looking too good in the... Uh, all jumbled up. All jumbled up and squished. and It's rough. It's rough when you're the Doom Patrol. It's true. <laughs> Alrighty. So last time we looked at the uh, Morrison issue, we'd just been introduced to the Brotherhood the new, new, new Brotherhood of Dada. Mm-hmm. And they had found Albert Hoffman's bicycle. Yes. Which was apparently a big deal. <laughs> well, it's a big deal to them. It's a big deal to them, for sure. Now, uh, we open up with a little prologue, and it gives us gives us a background to the bicycle and to Dr. Albert Hoffman, who... Uh, who basically is a guy who uh, I guess he invented LSD or uh, yeah he was instrumental in the research of uh, lysergic acid as it were there you go so he experimented with a little with it a little bit after he learned about it and after one of his experiments he hopped on his bicycle to go home and as as is you know what happens in Doom Patrol Land when he hopped on his bicycle to go home. Things took a turn. <laughs> Things took a turn into Weirdsville. And uh, 
as he biked, his bike kind of gave off LSD energy, kind of psycho trippy mind trail. trippy trails. <laughs> yeah, we got little rainbow shapes and doodads coming out of the bike as he uh, bikes along, and and uh, eventually, of course, the bike kind of gets set aside, but but uh, that's when the Brotherhood finds it, and they will put it to good use in the story called Tales of Hoffman. <laughs> and uh, we get a splash page of the whole Doom Patrol hanging out, celebrating 150 glorious years of Doom Patrol action, it tells us. Which I is, think that may be inaccurate. <laughs> maybe a little. Oh, they've even got the uh, checkerboard pattern going across the top. I know, that's awesome. The Google checks are back. Excellent. Groovy, man. Excellent. Very groovy. Very, very groovy. So uh, we flip the page and we get art by... Who's doing the art now? Jamie Hewlett. He's doing the art for the first section. Well, not quite. We've got to do a little bit of intro and then we get into Jamie Hewlett. But yeah. uh, we get the Brotherhood of Dada and they're looking at the bike and... Um, yeah, they say, you know, Hoffman went down in history, but his poor old bike was forgotten, except by a few aficionados of the bizarre. And, uh, oh, what's his name? I was going to call him Agent Exclamation Mark, but that's not him. Love Glove? Um, well, Love Glove, but then the, the guy with the exclamation mark. Hey, that's his name, Agent. Is it? It's not Agent, is it? I think so. Okay. You all know who we mean. <laughs> he goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes up to grab the bike, and he gets zapped by some uh, crazy energy, and and uh, and they realize, of course, they all realize, of course, that the bike has got special powers, and of course, Mister Nobody hops on it and starts pedaling around, and the exhaust of the bike just kind of wafts over everybody with its psychedelic colors and its little hippie flowers and and uh, everyone is just starting to feel a little bit weird <laughs> yes and Mr. Nobody's like well of course you're feeling weird don't worry about it it's the backwash you see and the faster you pedal the more powerful the effect they of course all think this is brilliant and uh, Malcolm is asking what about the other two that were supposed to come you know, the toy and number, and that's when he gets bashed in the head by the door as it opens. He's like, where'd the goddamn door come from? I'm sure I left it wide open. And Mr. Nobody explains that number none has arrived. You see, number none, he's also known as the secret identity because he's the most elusive supervillain of all. Everybody and everything at some time or another is number none. And that's why number none can never be caught. Number none is the enemy. <laughs> the person who bumps into you when you're late for the train. The chair that collapses underneath you when you're trying to make a good impression on your girlfriend's parents. That man who seems thin, but somehow you just can't get past him because he takes up the whole sidewalk. So here we are, Mr. Nobody, alias the Blur, the Love Glove. <coughs> oh, he is, Agent Exclamation Mark and Number None. The new, new, new Brotherhood of Dada, full speed ahead. And off he goes, pedaling away. Oh, yeah. Now we get into chapter one. And uh, it's a cool look for the uh, 
the Doom Patrol. It's kind of uh, Jamie Hewlett's definitely got a distinctive style. Yeah, absolutely. But it works. It works with the Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Now, most things do. That's the beauty of that's the, team. the cool of the Doom. The weirder Patrol. the better. Yes, yes. So we're opening up on Danny the Street there, and the Doom Patrol is uh, hanging out there. Uh, Joshua is telling everybody that uh, the American Embassy in Venice, Italy has been sending through some pretty ominous stuff. Lucid daydreams, reigns of postage stamps, those are classic warning signs. And then there's this, a parrot which can apparently recite the entire libretto of the magic flute. Instead, it's been saying nothing but da-da, da-da, for two days now. Cliff, of course, is like, ugh. Can't be the Brotherhood of Dada. We left them trapped in that painting in Paris. Ah, what if they somehow got out? Those guys beat us hands down last time. Shit, we'd better check this out. <laughs> okay, okay, let me think about this. We have to, um... And while he's thinking, Rebus pops up. Good morning, Cliff. Jane, can I be of any help? And they're all like, Larry, where'd you come from? Last we saw, you turned into a big glowing ring of light. He's like, yep, I was having sex with myself. I'll tell you all about it later. <laughs> Best kind of sex I heard, says Crazy Jane, and Rebus agrees. Yep, the earth moved. Then again, it usually does, with a rotational speed of around 1,000 kilometers per hour, as far as I remember. <laughs> and Cliff is like, I hope that wasn't supposed to be a joke. And then he tells Danny to take them to Venice, and Danny is excited. Venice, ooh. Your wish is my command, love, says Danny. And off they go. Danny, he loves the Venice. He loves the Venice. And that's just where we find ourselves, with the Brotherhood of Dada. And they're wondering why nobody can see them in Venice. And Agent Exclamation Mark exclaims that it's all because of him. You know, people see him and he's not. they don't really see him as a surprise. So they can just kind of blend in and people sort of expect them there. And, and uh... And that's, you know, that's just the way it is. And they're hanging out there, and then Mr. Uh, Mr. Nobody goes biking by on his <laughs> his crazy bicycle, pushing all the pigeons out of the way with all the uh, crazy energy coming out of the bike. Workers of the world unite, he says. You've got nothing to lose but your minds. And they're, of course, all impressed by his amazing entrance and they start to look up at the sky, and everyone is all, they're under the spell. They're all under the spell of Crazyville. Tripping balls. <laughs> it's everything, says uh, Love Glove. Everything is love. You ever just listen to the birds, Bobby? It's like liquid pouring down a thirsty man's throat, and it's all there for free. And even uh, Alias the Blur is caught up in it. Intricate. Profound. Meaningful. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Nobody is telling them all, monotony can damage your health. Art for breakfast, art for lunch, art for tea, yahoo! <laughs> and it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> oh, and Love Glove agrees. He's like, his, his life has been pretty miserable up till now. You know, he's been going to the clubs, coming home alone, doing the same thing day after day. But now he's like, he's into it. He knows. He gets it. He gets it. He's found his purpose. All I want is everything. Is that too much to ask? 
Not anymore, Bobby. You're the love glove. You can have it all. And he's like, yes. And he's pounding his floating fist up in the air with hearts and flowers all around him and little peace signs. Just like Jed Nelson in uh, <laughs> Breakfast Club. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Listen, I must be really out of my face. I'm hallucinating like mad. See, where did this amazing street come from? And this amazing street is, of course... Danny. Oh, yeah, Danny. Yes, he's got a very nice little disco and a boutique and and, uh, <laughs> and a couple of people wandering about. It's lovely. You two, see what these guys want. These are, of course, the Doom Patrol. They are on the other end of the street. And they're uh, wandering around and they see the Brotherhood of Dada and they're like, yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to deal with them, I think. And the Brotherhood of Dada sees them, and they're like, who are they? Are they superheroes? I've never seen a superhero before. And Agent Exclamation Mark says, I've called Superman an asshole once, but I don't think he heard me. <laughs> and Rebus sees them, and he's like, I think they're on drugs. So yeah, Rebus should talk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rebus would know. <laughs> so there's a big stare down at the, uh, they're on either ends of the road staring each other down. And uh, Crazy Jane's like, what are we going to do? We're just going to stare at them? We don't even know if it is the Brotherhood of Dada. No, it looks nothing like them. And One of the uh, interesting things about the, 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 the new color processing that they have in these comics is that uh, Rebus's coat is constantly changing colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true, because before it was just kind of the blur around him, but... Uh... Now it's like it's now it's purple, yellow, and then coat. it goes up to orange, and then it goes to green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He can blend in anywhere, as long as, you know, <laughs> as long as he keeps moving. Mm-hmm. All righty. So the Brotherhood of Dada is like, what do we do? Do we fight them? What do we do in this situation? We're all kind of, you know, <laughs> we're supervillains, but what what does that mean? <laughs> I, I like the way that Jimmy Hewlett draws Agent Exclamation Mark because the, the dot from the exclamation mark takes up his whole face. <laughs> looks like he can't even see out of it. I know. <laughs> he gets a mouth and the dot, and that's... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, while the love glove is wondering what to do, he realizes that his love glove is pulling him. It's pulling him right out of... It's kind of pulling him out of uh, existence. He gets... Half of them is is still in Venice, and the other half of them is where the uh, where he found the love glove, the magic glove tree. The magic glove tree. That's right. There's all sorts of gloves on the glove tree, and they're all left handed. So he's going to uh, make use of these gloves. He's going to grab a couple and see what they can do to help. Um, in the meantime, Rebus decides he's going to go talk to these villains, and Crazy Jane is like. You be my guest. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love the way he's drawn Crazy Jane, like some sort of... Yeah, she's like super crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of got like the face of a... She kind of looks like a bag lady or something. A, yeah, like a Raggedy Ann bag lady with a... It's cool. It's a cool look. <laughs> with it's, big... quite, it's quite the hat. Big the... pink hat with the daisies and a gun on it. <laughs> yeah. And big red combat boots and... Green striped leggings. It's it's lovely. Mm-hmm. So the love glove comes back and he's like, that was amazing. I can get right into my dreams. That was the glove tree from my dreams. This is the best time I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and uh, 
he uses his new glove, which is the shove glove, and it <laughs> it biffs Larry in the face and then uh, <laughs> shoves him right into, well, something. <laughs> A wall or something. Yeah. Excellent. Love glove, shove glove, it's all perfect. <laughs> and Crazy Jane just says, hmm, another triumph for diplomacy? Hmm, strange, says Rebus. It seemed to come as no surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and Crazy Jane's getting pissed off. She's like, all right, it's up to me again. Sometimes I get so pissed with this business. It's always the same. Nobody else is up to it. So I always have to end up dealing with everything. And her face starts to flame and she's turning into to, uh, who Flaming, is Katie. Yeah, Flaming Katie. And just as she's about to go uh, deal with them all, she slips on a conveniently placed banana peel and flops right down onto the ground and the villains are all like, yeah, number none strikes again. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. 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 So we move on to chapter two and this is now art by Ryan. Ryan Hughes. Yeah. Ryan Hughes. Can't say I was as big a fan of this as the Jimmy Hewlett part, but uh, yeah, it's it's, definitely interesting. Yeah. It's a little more, uh, Maybe I don't not. really like his Mr. Nobody, I have to say that. No. Yeah, I would agree. His art is a little more angular, a little more cartoony, sort of. Maybe a little more designy, sort of. Yeah, I'm not even sure how to describe it. Yeah, he does He does well with like buildings and 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 uh like Robot Man's robot stuff is kind of okay, but people people are I've never really been big on Ryan Hughes. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, it's I mean it's okay, but yeah. His his Mr. Nobody is is It's just weird look, it's it's more Picasso. It's yeah, it's very much Picasso and, and less black, more it's kind of a mix of black and white and, and I mean it's it's a look, but I uh I preferred other things. Yeah. Alrighty, so chapter two, we're in Venice, and Mr. Nobody is biking around. Uh, he's disappointed in Venice, because they've lost their, you know, it's it's not the artistic city it used to be. It's lost its function. It's, it's uh, removed itself from the present and from the future, and it's, it's you know, it's, it's a boring old city now, and he's... He's he's upset. This is what's happening to all our cities. They're all turning dull. So he's driving around and he's like, rise up, Venice. Rise up in all your finery and show them there's life in the old tart yet. Um, Do-da-do-da day. And he's uh, staring at like a big clock tower or steeple or something. And that's when that's when Cliff comes upon him and he's he, he's... He's like, I saw what you did at the American Embassy, and Mr. Nobody's like, oh, I remember that voice. Well, how you doing, partner, you old ornery coyote, you? Just let me ask you one burning question, Mr. Steele. A question first poised by guitar wizard Jimi Hendrick, and one which I still feel is relevant today. Are you experienced? And he's biking around Cliff and circling him with... uh, psychotropic flowers and doodly-doos, and Cliff just goes into his head and... Punches some buttons and tells Mr. Nobody he's more experienced than uh, he thinks because this is the good thing about having a human brain and a robot body. You can uh, control the brain chemistry. So he uh, dialed up a little extra serotonin to go to his uh, 
hypothalamus, and he's totally immune to all of the uh, tomfoolery that he's been biked around with. Jeez, free buzz, and he just killed it. I know. All this opportunity, he's like, nah, I'm going to be the straight man. And Mr. Nobody's like, well, that's your loss. Can't you just lie back and enjoy something for once in your life? Look at these lovely, smiling characters here. And we get a lady who's on the ground, not smiling. She's pretty traumatized. She's having, like, a nervous breakdown. And uh, she's repressed, says Mr. Nobody. That's the problem. She's been crushed by society. And and, uh, he's going to break that mold and bring her around. And she's just freaking out. She's like seeing monsters everywhere. It's in the water. Giant German barbed wire murder man. And Cliff's trying to calm her down. But uh, that <laughs> that monster that she sees. She knows that's what it's turning into her. I know. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. He needs a little nozzle or uh, <laughs> a needle. Yeah, needles in his fingers or something. Yep. Because whatever monster she's seeing suddenly reaches up, grabs Cliff, and throws him through the uh, one of the bridges and into the into the lovely, beautiful water of Venice. Yonder. Uh, yeah, Cliff is he's very pleased. Very pleased. And the poor old lady, she all she needs is Mr. Nobody. <laughs> he tells her, you're only being frightened by a monster because they want you to see monsters. They've conditioned you to look for monsters in every shadow, every coat hung on the door. As long as we keep seeing monsters, we'll continue to need protection. And that's how other people get to control our lives. But you see, it's just a building, and look how beautiful it is. And she sees the light, and suddenly she's happy. And and uh, Mr. Nobody's like, see, it's all it's all good. Too bad somebody blew up Mr. Steele's candle, but, oh well, social work is such a strain, and he drives <laughs> off and leaves the lady much happier. <laughs> Mr. Nobody, he's against the man. He's right, that's right. He's, uh, he will he's an save, anarchist. He will save the world. He wants everybody to be happy and do their own thing. That's right. Just do your own thing, and things will be cool. <laughs> Uh, we come back to Rebus and Crazy Jane, and they're dealing with the rest of the uh, Brotherhood of Dada. We get uh, Alias the Blur taking on the negative creature, and it's Alias the Blur can kind of control time, so it's trying to uh, speed forward or something, the negative creature, and that kind of puts a pause on the negative creature. He's it's kind of melty. Yeah, it gets a little melty, and it's 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 like ee ee ee. It's, you know, it's under, oh yeah, and by the couple of panels later, you can see it's kind of flopping around on the ground. Like a balloon with the air let out. Yes, and, and Larry is just kind of holding his head, feeling like, well, this is enough. <laughs> Crazy Jane goes up to Love Glove, and she's like, that's enough. Who the hell do you think you are? And uh, <laughs> at that moment, she's almost hit by this passing bus. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Nobody hops out and he's like, uh, oh yeah, because exclamation mark tells him that's a nice boss, but, or yeah, a nice boss boss. And he's like, I'm not your boss, Malcolm. I'm just your pal in times of trouble. Time to move on, I think, before the Doom Patrol gets angry enough to be a threat. So, uh, of course he looks for a hostage because that's what all good villains do. And he finds one and 
grabs him in a neck lock and he, he warns everybody that I have a boiled egg and I know how to use it. I think you all know what I mean. Don't you try to stop me or this wretched character loses more than his almost salmon-like sense of direction. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means, but it's probably pretty ominous. Probably pretty ominous. I love that the love glove is just kind of tapping his head like, Looney Tune. <laughs> Cliff, at this point, crawls out of the uh, the river of Venice and, and uh, Danny the Street decides it's best to let them just get away. Better do as he says and let him go away. So they uh, they let the Brotherhood fly off, drive off in their little bus, and and uh, Cliff is like five minutes. I'm gone five freaking minutes, and everything falls apart. <laughs> Alrighty. So as they uh, they drive off, Mister Nobody's holding up his agonies. He's like, we stand for liberation, laughs and libido, spanners in the works, flies in the ointment, more fun than a barrel of chittering chimps. It's time to stop defending a world sick with reason. And uh, yes, this is his manifesto. <laughs> and Cliff comes walking up to him and nobody says, the next time we meet, we'll meet as allies. Deep down, you know it's true. A bientôt. And uh, off they go. They vanish. And Cliff is like, damn it, they beat us again. And Crazy Jane looks at Rebus and she's like, are you okay? The mirror creature attempted to age the negative spirit. There was a brief moment of stress and trauma, but it's of course impossible to age an entity that enjoys eternal life. Which is to say, I'm fine. <laughs> Crazy Jane's, you know, good, that's good. And daisies start to rain out of the sky and... Cliff's like, you know the worst thing about all of this? You know what really worries me? What if he's right? Boom, boom, boom. That's the beauty of the Brotherhood, especially this Brotherhood here, where they're not doing anything evil. No, they're just... They're just sort of showing people a different way of doing stuff, and maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong, but it's just the way they want to go. <laughs> That's right. It's not <laughs> illegal. It's not... Immoral, it's it's just a different way. And we get the epilogue, and uh, basically the epilogue is Mr. Nobody. Hanging yeah, hanging out in the desert, and Mr. Nobody decides that uh, he is going to run for president. He's going to be the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. He wants everybody to feel his philosophy and be a part of what he he's uh, he's proposing. And in the end there, he says, if you don't like the news, you got to go out and make some of your own. That's one of my mottos. And so I intend to run for president and win the race by fair means or foul. We're going to invite the world to a party they'll never forget. A fiesta, a jamboree, utopia, here we come. And he's got the American flag wrapped around him like a flag. And there's a big, beautiful, bright sun in the sky. And how can you argue with that? Exactly. It's all <laughs> going to be fine, I'm it's sure. It's all going to be totally fine. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that brings us almost to the end. <laughs> this is kind of a cool, uh, cool addition. They have a couple of extra pages here. So they filled them with um, covers from... The Doom Patrol stories that never really had a chance to be recounted. They're uh, 
they're the uh, impossible. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They were kept under lock and key in the drawer that dares not speak its name. <laughs> so they get to share some of these wacky covers with us, and uh, it's uh, there's some cool, some cool misadventures. <laughs> you get a picture, or you get a shaky cane here. Does a great. <laughs> A great cover that totally could have happened in the uh, in the Premiani Arnold Drake version of the team. You've got uh, if, if Kirby was on it for an issue. Yeah, if Kirby was on it for an issue, yes. Like Doctor Chef, he mixed up the mighty misfits in a casserole of chaos, and he's got his barbecue tongs, and and he's uh, yeah, he's found a way to combine Robot Man and Negative Woman and. Negative man and Elasto woman all kind of together there, and yeah, <laughs> he's great. His uh, his chef's hat comes down and covers his eyes with little eye holes cut out of it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the panic of Pinhead as another menace with uh, all their giant bodies and their heads shrunk to the size of little tiny pins. <laughs> and I love this last one. Um, the unbearably tall man who tried to strike out the Doom Patrol, and the Doom Patrol's all been turned to little matches, and he's he's gonna he's gonna use Rita to light his smoke. That's right. That is right. Excellent. And you get a Brian Ballin cover of uh, Rita holding on to a crazy mm-hmm. thing. The peril of Paperface in the original Doom Patrol, or if the original Doom Patrol confronted a Victorian ghost cast out to wander in paper bag mask and false fingered shoes. Oh, horror. <laughs> you gotta wonder how much uh, information uh, Morrison gave the artist. Like, did he just tell them to uh, create a cover and then he added the blurb or did he give them the blurb and let them... I don't know. It's hard to say. Somebody like Bolland, he probably just said, here, do a... This is sort of what we're doing. Yeah. Just have Rita dealing with something (laughs) weird and scraggly. Totally. Totally, totally. Yeah, you get a cover of uh, Crazy Jane when she was was younger. And we get Mm -hmm. to meet her her ninth persona, Busy Lizzie Borden. (laughs) She's got a great big hatchet and... uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. And a lovely grin across her face as uh, blood drips off her hatchet there. She's wearing a little robot man necklace. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Another Jamie Hewlett. Yes, yes. You get Steve Yowell doing the current version of the Doom Patrol with the chief in his action chair. and mm. It's a ginormous action chair. <laughs> yeah. It's got like Bigfoot tires on it and extra leg supports and stuff. It's like monster truck version of his chair. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And uh, Paul Grist does... Well, it looks like Doom Patrol is walking out, or it looks like Robot Man is walking out on the Doom Patrol. Yeah, walking out on the secret Doom Patrol headquarters, but... Uh, yeah, the building with secret Doom Patrol head, <laughs> HQ. Yes, written on the right side. on the side there. <laughs> and, uh, yes, Ryan Hughes does a sort of a crazy... Uh, the Doom Patrol totem is what this issue would have been called, and you get... A version of the Doom Patrol sort of made into a totem pole. Kind of. <laughs> kind yeah, of. I'm not sure what's going on there either. 
No, it's very symbolic. You can probably get lots out of it. Yeah. Uh, is this Simon Bisley? It must be. Yep. Doing, uh... <laughs> doing, oh, the award-winning Council House for Paul. <laughs> this was when Rebus adopted a series of baffling secret identities in an effort to evade the nightmarish residents of the Immaculate Hospital. Dun-dun-dun. Yes. <laughs> You got rats crawling all over Negative Man's body and all sorts of uh, lovely little residents from the hospital. And then they finish off with a page of Doom Patrol merchandise that's available for you. A hug me. If only. <laughs> if only. A hug me doll of uh, the monkey face girl. Dorothy Spinner. <laughs> Dorothy Spinner. You got the little uh, negative creatures that are. Uh, the Russian doll, negative creatures. You've got a flex me, flex mentalo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just know if he squishes chest, his arms are going to like do their Bolt flex out, power yeah. thing. Yeah, a crazy Jane action figure with interchangeable heads. <laughs> oh, sweet! The only action figure you'll ever need. A brain in a jar that comes with its own beret. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. You get the Robot Man radio and bottle opener. Oh, sweet. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. The Doom Brew beer? Yes, the Doom Brew beer. You get his and her uh, underwear for Rebus. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. A, view, a viewfinder with uh, Dada written all over it. All right. Excellent. I like the uh, the skin and pepper shakers in the back there. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's excellent. Oh, dear. Excellent. All sorts of lovely items that will maybe someday be available. Crazy Jane cookbook. Yes. Totally need that. (laughs) Yes, she's lolling about on the cover there with uh, (laughs) her spatula in one hand and pineapples and all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff hanging around. Lovely, lovely, lovely. (laughs) Alrighty. That brings us officially to the end of the... uh, the end of the anniversary issue, and yes. it's a cool one. It was. Yeah, I, I like this story a lot. Yeah, they set it up perfectly. Like they knew that as a fiftieth issue, they'd probably get extra eyes on the issue, and and uh, so it's it's a good one and done. But at the same time, it continues the story that's being told, and so if you've been reading along, you you get you get another installment, and if you're new to the series, you get. A pretty good taste of what it's about. <laughs> well, it's actually not one and done. The next issue continues it. Well, it continues it for sure. But I mean, if this is but all you read, there's definitely a whole sort of story there. Yeah, yeah. Like the first confrontation kind of deal. Yeah. And I, I like the Brotherhood of Dada's sort of motives this time. They're a little more clear. Yes. Where before it was just sort of doing that sort of take over the world through craziness kind of deal. <laughs> yes. Yes, now they have a manifesto. That makes it real. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if you have a manifesto, if you have pamphlets, that's right, and a crazy oh, bicycle, oh. it's all good. <laughs> all righty. If you want to send us a note, you can send us an email to our email address, which is doompodtroll at gmail.com, or you can visit us on our website, which is also doompodtroll.com, and we've got all our episodes posted except for one and we'll find it someday (laughs) and you can leave comments there as well yes yes 
That would be awesome. Yes, we hope to see you there. Catch y'all later.